A big part of coming out of recovery is overcoming stigmas. We have huge amount of stigmas in this world about looking good, being successful, creating a facade and an appearance that looks impeccable. You're so judgmental. So judgmental as a species, it is ridiculous. We value money, celebrity, success, Rolexes, Ferraris, mansions, in-the-ground swimming pools, lavish vacations. What we seem not to value is heart and soul and integrity. It is so hard for people to come out of hiding, to show the parts of them that they don't feel lovable for or accepted for. And they bury those parts of themselves deep. And they go so far in the other direction so that nobody ever looks at them. Nobody can ever see them. And nobody can ever know they're there. I have some friends that, on the surface, look like they have it all together. They have a really good job. They have a really nice house. They have a really nice car. They dress very well. They go out. They're buying drinks. They're buying food. Life of the party. Nice vacations. In their homes, they are completely insecure and fearful because they never felt good enough. They never felt good about who they are. They were never validated, and they grew up in this world where we put value on what we see on the TV. And they tried to mirror their life in what society says is acceptable. And if you come along and you walk up and you're just like, listen, I'm an insecure mess, I'm falling apart, and I can't seem to keep it together, that doesn't work in this world. There's so much judgment. So many people put value and energy in places that don't matter. You can have a lot of money, but if you end up in that hospital bed at the end of your run, and the only people you're surrounded by are doctors and nurses, was it worth it? We have it wrong. And the more we pretend that we are better than we are and we ignore the sides of us that we can't accept it ourselves because we feel like society will not accept it within us, the harder the struggle is going to be to start living a more authentic life, to start loving yourself for who you are. Not for what you've acquired, not for where you got to, not for your level of status. It's a big leap to go from hiding. And some of us don't even know what those issues are. We're so focused and driven in other areas that we never get to look. 
at the other side that we don't even know they're there sometimes. But life has a funny way of bringing them to our attention. The longer we ignore it, the harder it is to get in touch with it. You know, nobody just wants to walk into a room and dump all their baggage on the table for everybody to sift through. It's a personal process. It has to start with you. You have to start outing yourself to yourself. Try to see what's really important. Take all the money and the status and the, the ego and the pride and try to push that aside. Try to see what's underneath it. Try to see what's driving you so far away from what you're afraid of within yourself. A lot of us are afraid to be seen. Have other people see us for what we know somewhere inside of us exists that we don't accept? I mean, doing these podcasts are not easy for me. I need to get myself to a, this, this place, this mental, emotional, centered place that I need to tap into. I have to make myself okay with the parts of me that I'm disgusted by, that I am humiliated by, that I am embarrassed by. I mean, if I could go my whole life and live it fully and happily without having <laughs> to expose myself, I gladly would <laughs> every day of the week. But the energy it takes for me to hide who I really am, to hide how I feel, to hide all that shame and humiliation that I feel within myself, the lack of value, the lack of self-worth. See, I put that so far away from me, and I became an overachiever in certain areas. I was driven, like obsessively driven to make money, become a success, move up that ladder, and get to a point where nobody would ever see any of that because I would be showing them all these shiny things over here. Look at my accomplishments. Look at what I've obtained. Look at the wealth. Look at the status. Look at the prestige. Look at all of this. See, I had to see that. I had to acquire that, and I had to become that because I had this fire burning in me of disdain for myself. And those are two worlds. That's the split between me. I feel like a worthless piece of shit. Therefore, I need to overachieve to keep everybody, including myself, looking over here. It's like a magic trick. I make this shiny card appear that you chose. It's a trick. I don't really know magic. But I'm presenting something that I think you want to see so that I could see your faces looking back at me and mirroring some kind of value for myself. When everything fell apart for me, I was working three jobs. My marriage was falling apart. 
And I was leaving my second job and I would pull in my driveway and I would sit there. And I said to myself, when are you going to be happy again? It took you 40 years to acquire everything that you acquired. And it took you two years to lose it all. I didn't have another 40 years of energy to build myself back up financially to where I wanted to be so that I could feel like I had some value. So I had to take those two parts. They were two polar opposite parts. Worthless piece of shit, successful businessman. Lose the business is one thing that I have left. Worthless piece of shit. I have to work on that. I have to own that. I had to accept it. I had to look deep down inside to see all the ways that I had beat myself up. All of that negative talk. All of that self-hate. Why was I doing it to myself? I was young. I had a lot of energy to run so fast and keep so busy that those feelings never caught up. When I lost everything, I didn't have the energy to do it. I didn't have the desire to do it. I started to think about how much I had missed out in life because I was chasing a good feeling. I was trying to acquire and obtain something to take away the things that I did not like, want within me. I don't really think I could say losing everything was the best thing that happened to me because it has been an extreme struggle to fight my way back to a point where I felt okay with myself. But that was a huge turning point for me. That was getting slapped in the face with reality. And I didn't handle it well. I handled it really poorly. I don't think you could have probably handled it much worse than I did. But when you are faced with the reality that the only way you felt good about yourself was to become something you weren't so people could see you how you wanted to feel. See, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed people looking at me as successful. People look at me as a hustler. People look at me as a go-getter. I attacked life, and I went after what I wanted. I went after it for the wrong reasons. But all that was gone because when I lost everything, I knew that I didn't have the time or the energy to get back to where I was. I also knew that I couldn't live feeling this bad about myself. So a lot of the stigmas of outing myself has been extremely difficult. And I put a lot of stuff out before I've owned it, which was even more painful. Start looking at what you're avoiding and what you're covering up and how you really feel about yourself. You know, I talked to a buddy of mine and, you know, 
he tells me how he perceives me and what I do. And he tries to tell me how he thinks other people perceive it. And I have to be honest with you, it's the complete opposite of how it feels to me. He's seeing it from a positive, and I'm seeing it as a negative. And he could tell me for 10 years and try to beat it into my brain that it's not how I perceive it. It is never going to change my opinion. The only thing that is going to change my opinion is me and how I feel about myself. And I don't care what kind of messages, what kind of comments, what kind of feedback, what kind of review, it doesn't matter what anybody listening or reading says. I do appreciate it. But until I believe it and I own it, it's not going to change my view. We have trouble seeing our own value. We have trouble seeing a realistic perception of ourselves. When we look in that mirror, we don't see what others see. We have to start to see ourselves for how we really feel. And then ask the question, why do we feel this way? And how can we change it? I was always, I was so overwhelmed emotionally that I couldn't handle anything else happening. So when something new came along, I had 18 years of crap that I hadn't dealt with. So I just put it on the pile. And I never processed it. I never thought about it. But it just burnt and festered in me. And I just kept putting more and more stuff on this pile. And I just kept running past it. At some point, you have to stop running, stop avoiding, and start facing your internal dialogue. It is not what people perceive it to be. We live in our own bubble. So if you can start outing yourself to yourself, that's the start of coming out of that bubble that we live in. We start acknowledging our feelings, our emotions, our thoughts, our process. Then we can start owning it out in the world more. I had a lot of trouble when I made mistakes and going, sorry, I screwed up. Like, that was just too shameful for me. Like, if I couldn't do it perfect, you weren't getting me out of the house. I don't have to be perfect. You do not have to be perfect. You're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to be human. Humans are flawed. And defective. None of us are perfect. Start to look at your dialogue, how you perceive yourself. There has to be a shift. Use different words. You know, it's it's as simple as if I make a mistake, I'm like, oh, that was stupid. I'm just stupid. How did I not see that? It's being kind to 
to yourself instead of telling yourself you're stupid. It's like, wow, I made a mistake. All right. How can we fix this? And how can we not make the same mistake the next time? One is you're damaging yourself. The other is being empathetic, sympathetic, and, and, and patient with yourself. Sometimes it's simple as changing one word. I went from, I hate myself for doing that, to, I hate when I do that, to, hopefully next time I won't do that. And then time goes on where the less I beat myself up for things, the easier I am on myself, the less I make those mistakes because I am not putting myself under that pressure to be perfect. The mistakes I've made, I would like to go back and change them if I could. I can't. So I have to accept them, process them, own them, and share them with myself and anybody else who I think is worthy of hearing it. So take the time to get to know you. Take the time to get below that layer of self-doubt and that that negative talk. Because there's a really great place, there's a source of energy below all of that negativity, all of that low vibrational dialogue. There is a place. And there's a source of energy that's good and loving and healing. We are the only ones who keep us from getting there. Don't deny yourself it anymore. Embrace the parts of you that you feel are unlovable. Just because somebody didn't love that part of you doesn't make it unlovable. You're the one now who's making it unlovable. You have to change your thought process. You have to change your feelings about yourself. Nobody else is going to do it. You're worth it. Take the time. And shift your energy from pretending and making this glorious, glossy-filled existence to getting real and owning that side of you that you've split off. It's screaming for you. It is calling your name. It needs to be loved, cared for, and nurtured. And you are just the person to do that for yourself. Thanks for listening. You can contact me at joeryan.com. Follow me on Instagram at joeryan. And if you want, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. All right, take care.